Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What is up, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the SHW podcast. This is our wrestling. I'm B Double Brandon Benefield, alongside the great Gerard Bonner and the beautiful Diana Michelle. We are V3, and we are back after finally coming back to the action building for SHW 49. And tonight, we can uh, give you the big recap of yes. a major show. Uh, after, what, was it 60 days off? Two mm-hmm. months away from the action building. Man, it was just too long. But finally, we were back. And uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, his first time as the matchmaker. And boy, did he uh, show up and show out for uh, his first time putting the card together. Because what a massive card via it was. Zoom or via Skype. Or did you do Skype? Skype I, say, yeah. I say showed up and showed out. I should say showed up uh, via Skype and mm-hmm. showed out per the uh, card that he uh, he laid out for us. But, man, I tell you what, it was awesome. Uh, but before we delve into that too much, how's your week been, guys? <laughs> man, it really does feel like this is the longest week ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Go to work, and by the time you get home, it's like, did I really just stay there all day? It's just too long. I feel like I hadn't seen you in two weeks already. I know. It's only been like four days mm-hmm. or five days or seven days or however long it's yeah. been. I don't even know. <laughs> See? Whatever. See? Yeah. I would dare agree. <laughs> Can we just, you know, I I long for the day when we'll we'll just be doing wrestling all the time, and oh. then it'll be a much different world. It's a different world. Amen. From where you come True. from, we're manifesting. Yeah. We're manifesting it. it. It'll, be, it'll it. happen. Speak it into existence. <laughs> well, I tell it's you what, happen, guys. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, this card. When we say it was stacked, I mean it was stacked. We talked about it in the weeks leading up. We talked about it on the pre-show last week. Seven huge matches, two big title matches. And uh, let's just dive right in here. The opening match of the night. A first-time-ever tag team, Owen Knight, Nodgesism. Two guys coming off of a crazy Southeast Best of Seven series where Nodja ended up winning Uh Jake the Snake heard the fans. They wanted them to form a tag team. The Snake Man answered, put him in tag team action against a veteran team of the Washington Bullets. And uh, boy, I, I was, I was a little mixed on who might come out on top here because you got a team, uh, a new team, teaming together for the very first time against a veteran team of actual brothers who have basically been a tag team since they were kids. Right, and right, yeah. I got to be honest, man, I was. A little bit shocked, <laughs> but then I wasn't shocked because it's Owen Knight and it's Nodgesism. So, anyways, what were your thoughts on the match? I thought for the first time they really pulled together as a tag team. We weren't too sure going into it, but, man, they gelled, and it just it really worked, I thought. They did towards the end of the match. They did show that they still had a little heat between the two throughout the beginning of the match, a little confusion with, you know they're not they're not normally in tag matches, so the rules of tag matches are are maybe a little foreign. When can I tag? How can I tag? What does this all mean? It just it was a little confusing, but they pulled it off. And and once they really, you know, got their mindset right, we're a team. We're about to take you know we're taking on the Washington Bullets, who are pretty much tr- manhandling and and just dominating and, and and doing what they do. Yeah, it was it's not pretty, and they ooh crowd did not like them did not like them at all 
<laughs> but Owen and Nodge came away with the win. It was great. It was good. It was a great match. Great match, as expected. Yeah, a fantastic match for sure. And you guys are right. You know, we were trying to determine, okay, what's going to play out here? Is it going to be the tag team experience of the Washington Bullets? Or in our fantasy booking mind, this team that we've imagined for the last 60 days, wow, how cool would it be? You know, going back and watching SHW 48, hearing the crowd overwhelmingly chanting tag team while these two were in the middle of the ring at the end of the best of seven. Um, but then we saw the reality of it. And again, them not knowing the tag team rules was <laughs> alarming, right? But it, but it spoke to the fact that this is not the kind of team that actually sat down and strategized. This right. was not the team that said, hey, you know what? We're about to be a thing. They had, to your point, Diana, their own separate entrances. You know, I honestly feel like we still didn't see them gel as a team. I think they just both had a point where they said, I'm not willing to lose. Right. And so their uh, inability or lack of a desire to lose is what caused them to really pull it out in the bottom of the ninth. Other than that, they were getting trounced by, by the Washington Bullets. So I'm glad that they figured out a way to come together. And as they found out at the end of the match, it proved to be pretty fruitful and prosperous by coming together and winning the match. I will say that what was really cool about it was that they know each other so well. They were setting each other up for their moves yes. and calling the moves for each other. Do this, do this. That mm -hmm. was amazing to me that they knew each other so well, like yeah. the tag team would, because they've wrestled against each other so long and so mm -hmm. many times that they knew what was coming, which yeah. is it's good. It's a good step. Mm-hmm. And we, we talked about that going into the into the match, into that night, was the fact that, you know, guys like the bar, guys like technical excellence, that were uh, two guys that had battled each other many, many times and then came together and formed amazing tag teams. And as you alluded to, GB, at the end of the match, we heard from our new matchmaker, Jake the Snake. He Skyped in and uh, talked about how great the match was. And not only that, but then he also teed up next month that they would be facing – they would become the number one contenders for the tag team titles, and they'd be facing the winners of Sunny Days and Sauronaro or the Hierarchy who battled later in the night. And we'll get to that here in just a few minutes. But you talked about, you know, they didn't quite gel all the way till towards the end. And I'm thinking now that they know they have a title shot during this month between uh, now and the next show, I'm pretty sure they're going to get together, sit down, come up with a good, a solid game plan, and uh, and hopefully they'll be ready to go and finally get the belts yes. off of those no good dishonor. Yeah. Uh, anyways, mm -hmm. but hey, real quick, just to rewind, I got too excited to get into the matches. I totally forgot about what mm -hmm. opened the show. Yep. We thought the show was going to open right away with uh, the tag team match. But yeah, we did. And Diana's even announcing in the ring the following contests, you know, and then we hear this music. We're like, well, that's not Owen. That's not Nadja. That's not the bullets. It's Corey Hollis's music. Corey Hollis makes his way out with a microphone. Uh, we, we think to maybe explain his actions over the last few months. And, and he did, he kind of gave us uh, a few answers. Uh, then he was joined by uh, Judas in the ring. GB, why don't you kind of take us through how that opening segment kind of played out? 
objectively, I will say uh, Corey was attempting to explain what this uh, last year in change has been like with him being outside of the wrestling business. He went to on to explain why he came back to SHW, saying that he did not want to tell his daughter uh, that she was the reason that he didn't follow his dream. And so he felt like he had more still left to accomplish in the world of wrestling and Southern Honor was the place to do it. He even said that, you know, all of the talk that he had previously about wanting to tear the company down uh, was really not what he meant. He was really just <laughs> trying to build it up. And I've been very vocal over these last few months, ever since that six man or six person tag happened, that I've been very concerned about where Corey Hollis lied in all of this. And so here it is. He gave us this promo. And then he ended by saying he was willing to do whatever it took to win the championship tonight, but he would do it without the help of Judas, who happened to have been standing right behind him. It kind of made the waters muddier for me. Um, and I don't know if we still have answers to be perfectly honest, even by the time we get to the end of the night. Yeah, it was, uh, it was wild. I even kind of, kind of in jest, I, I, I was joking on commentary and even after the fact that Corey was saying, I want you to stay in the back. And then Judah said, don't worry, bro. I got your back. I'm like, well, maybe right. he misheard him. I think he misheard him. He said, yeah. stay in the back. Yeah. Not get my bag, just stay in the bag. Anyways, yeah, and yeah. then Gunner shocked everybody, jumped in right. the ring, speared Judas, uh, and then and then went up and confronted Corey up on the stage. Meanwhile, Judas sits up like the Undertaker, but in this case, laughing, mm -hmm. you know, almost mm -hmm. like Undertaker when he sat up next to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> and he started laughing. Yeah. Uh yeah. so that was like we were kind of shocked by that. Like, wow, he just laughed it off. He just mm -hmm. took one of Gunner's best moves and then yeah. laughed it off. And uh, anyways, that was just to start the show off. And we were like, wow, we hadn't even gotten to the first match. That's mm -hmm. supposed to happen at the end of the show. And uh, we had a lot of stuff in between. So we told you about that first match. Great tag team action. Uh, we heard from Jake the Snake. Not only did he name uh, Owen and Naja the new number one contenders for the title, the tag titles, but also he introduced a new title to SHW, the Jake mm -hmm. the Snake legacy title, which will mm -hmm. be coming in the near future and um we will talk about one man in particular who uh, very much so put himself <clears throat> right into uh that title picture for the legacy title but uh that was very cool he's got this custom made jake the snake title belt oh it looked awesome so can't wait to hear more about that and see yeah yeah it's gonna be awesome but after that uh that first matchup we had singles competition Ashton Starr, the returning Prince of Petty, taking on Hunter James, das absolute wunderkind, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, the reigning male performer of the year in 2022. Um, first time, first singles match, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh, correct. And came in here, and I would say <clears throat> put on a pretty good showing with Ashton Starr, but it's the Prince of Petty, and the Prince of Petty was in the best shape we've ever seen him, and... I mean, well, your thoughts on that match? I thought it was a great match, but uh, you guys, what you think? Hunter James again impressed. Mm -hmm. He did not disappoint. There is a reason he was male performer of the year. He has the attitude and the presence and the character, and, and he he knows how to work it. He he was very good at his job. 
Ashton came home. The crowd loved it. He looked good. He wrestled good. He gave it to Hunter. And um, I'm not disappointed in the outcome on this one. I was like, I'm, I'm, yes, it was a very good match. Very good match. It was good to see Ashton back. Good to see him feeling himself with his new look. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping he's back next next month. Or is it next month, guys? It is, it next, is next month. month. Okay. May 12th. Okay. May 12th, sorry. May 14th, that's Mother's Day. My exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, great great match, great showing for, for both competitors. Again, I'm continually, uh, continually more impressed with what I'm seeing from Hunter James. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the male performer of the year for a reason. Um, he's absolutely fantastic. The, the stars are aligning for him. I mean, shoot, he ended up in AEW this week, right? Like it's, it's a special thing. And, and this is why we tell people all the time why you should make your way to SHW, because you are almost guaranteed to see these faces on national television mm -hmm. somewhere. And so Hunter James showed us why he's that guy. Uh, Ashton star has made such a transformation mm -hmm. you know when you come into a, a you know when they come into the, to the new year and people always say new year new you no this is really new year new you new Ashton, yeah. he transformed body adi 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 yeah he's got all <laughs> of that body um and then on top of that he's lost a lot of hair as in cut it and uh just a whole new look a transformed look and uh it's really translating to his comfort level work level and experience in the ring. I thought this was just as big of a win. Whoever was going to win this match, it was going to be a big win. Given all that Hunter has done, given all that Ashton has done, massive win for Ashton. And who knows? I hope this means a full-time return to SHW. Yes. I, I sure hope so. Because mm -hmm. we have missed us some Prince of Petty. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, but moving on down the card, and again, I said it all leading up to the show. We say it most shows. <laughs> Every match on the card could be a potential show stealer. And this next one may have just done just that. Uh, I'm talking about Dayway, <laughs> Chip Day, and the <laughs> Kenway. Okay. And I say Dayway because Chip, watch, uh, I don't know if Chip's going to like that. You better watch it. Well, Chip had told me back in the, the day, day he, for he formed a group called Dayway. And that's how, that's where the history first started with Chip Day and the Kenway. He kind of took the Kenway under his wing, kind of made him his bag boy, his young boy, if you will, um, and he called the group Dayway. Okay, so that's kind of where it started. And um, by the way, I just have to throw this out there. I was a big fan of the fact that he was introduced to the ring as Bad Boy Chip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was a big fan, too. <laughs> I got permission. Of course. That's the best part. I mean, I felt kind of like, oh, I shouldn't have done that last time, but. I love that you just, I love that you did it anyway last time and didn't it even just ask. came out. I mean, <laughs> look, when I first met Chip, I asked him, so how do I announce you? He gave me a list of names. I swear it was this long. I remember. And I yeah. said, it was, it was two cards front and back. And I said every one of them and I looked at him and I was like, really? And then he cut it back. And I thought it he was did. Like, I, I okay. took that as he did that kind of as a rib. And I did too, to, but he was just like, to well, see. you know, do them off. Just to see who, like, who, who can I get to read all of these names? And then you did it because I, I think I want to say GB even said something like, 
you know, he's got enough. Thing. It was like a, a Walgreens or a CVS receipt yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the I list of names was so long. Arm. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So, yeah, to give him that name and uh, him perfectly fit that name was just, yes, it's a thing. By the way, the the long list of nicknames makes me think of Jaden Newman, who we'll get to in just a little bit. But <laughs> he had quite a few as well. But um, anyways, Dayway, okay, Chip Day, the Kenway. We knew coming into this. Well, I, that's the thing. A lot of the SHW fans, I don't think knew. Uh, we kind of knew because we've heard the backstory. But there's a lot of history between these guys, okay? And GB, you even mentioned it. You know, Gary was out kind of scouting talent. He was at the Southern States Combine not too long ago. He saw the Kenway and thought, this guy looks like money. I want to bring him into SHW. I'm not too sure that he knew the whole history uh, with the Kenway and Chip Day right. and Murder One and Joe Black. You know, and a lot of the fans may not have known that either. But uh, I think we did a pretty good job trying to relay the whole story on commentary during the match. But the history goes way back. And these guys much like brothers do and these guys at one point were as close as brothers really lay it in and and mm -hmm. go at each other and man what a match these two had for real um i will say that it is going to be very important for you guys who do not know anything about this history to go back and watch on iwtv and listen to these guys who commentary because the backstory is pretty amazing and and i would i, I had no idea that's what was going on myself until i learned but once they got in the ring, the frustration that Chip was showing in his promos with the Kenway really came out. He really, really laid it to the Kenway. And it was almost like he was going to show him how he was going to be the double back boy again. Am I right? I mean, he was really laying it to him. Um, slap, who slapped who in the first at the beginning? Somebody got slapped. I think it was yeah. Chip that slapped Kenway. Right before so. the bell, as the bell rang, I think that's what happened. Oh my gosh, the whole, the whole match itself, Chip dominated, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a bad boy Chip Day fan. He did. He really took it to the Kenway, and and then it got back and forth. It got back and forth, and the ending, I won't get to it right this second, but, mm, I did not like that they went to a 15 minute draw. Okay, okay, they did, but I don't like that that. That happened. I, I love really that. wanted I love a winner. That. I love that you said we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, it was a 15 minute draw. <laughs> right, right. But right. no, and I totally agree. And my first thought though, when it happened, was well, first of all, oh. GB and I, GB and I both said, Oh, we totally lost track of time because mm -hmm. we just were so into this. Yeah. But then immediately I thought, okay, you know what this means? We get to run it back because there's no yeah. way that both yeah. of these guys are okay with this being a draw. Like right. we get, we got to see this again, or we got to no see maybe a different match stipulation, or maybe uh, an Iron Man match. Who knows? We got to see something. Uh, I think because... it's got an Iron Man match in him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why yes. Not? yes. Anyways, GB. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you guys. It was an amazing match, and for my first time getting to see the Kenway, you know, um, for as much as Chip Day did, lesser men would have succumbed easily right. mm -hmm. to the amount of punishment that chip day was giving so that says a lot about the kenway that chip couldn't put him away and that ken would the kenway would not die he would not lay down he would not give up and so uh yeah we are moving into hashtag fight forever territory and mm -hmm. i'm totally good with it and if that's your first appearance in shw look out world 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, I can't wait to see it again because, like oh, yeah. you said, GB, we could have watched that one all night. I mean, they Absolutely. were just laying it in. Woo. They yeah. really were. Uh, and speaking of guys that can lay it in, okay, that just ties us right into the next, the very next match, um, and that's the tag team title match. Okay, so we have the hierarchy coming to the ring. Now, at first, we weren't sure if that was going to be the next match because all we know is we hear Murder One's music, and he's making his way out, and we know there's history with him and Chip Day and him and the Kenway. So we weren't quite sure if that was next on the card or if he was just coming down to, you know, say his piece about what what he just saw or what. But what we do know is that he kind of helped up and gave a hug to the Kenway, and then he kind of brushed off Chip Day. So... Not real sure what's going on there. Now, Chip makes his way up to the stage. Then Joe Black makes his entrance. Again, Joe Black, there's no really any interaction there. You know, he's kind of just brushed him off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Joe Black, man, I tell you what, always makes an entrance, always has the coolest uh, outfits when he comes to the ring, had this cool mask, uh, just always. I'm telling you, we you talk about him being like the, uh, did somebody just crack a cold one? Or yes. am I hearing things? No. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's five o'clock somewhere. I'm not judging. Yeah. I just yeah, I heard yeah, yeah. it. Ew, no, that's yeah. Owen, so that's oh, probably okay. a Coke. All right, but I hope so. I hope so. Anyways. <laughs> but it GB was not a beer. <laughs> yes. But GB, oh you talk about Joe Black being our undertaker, and that's not just because of like the respect in the locker room. I also think it's because he has one of the coolest entrances in all of SHW. And it's always a little different. It always varies yeah. slightly from show to show, but it's always uh, gives you goosebumps. Okay. It's and, a black cosplay for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was very cool. But uh, again, tag title match was next. Sunny day, Sal Bernardo will come out and talk about a, a match that had all kinds of screwy stuff going on. Um, you talk about the WrestleMania match between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns and all the chaos that ensued. Uh, this was like, there was mist involved. There was, uh, another person coming out, throwing around chair shots. I'm talking about Carly Bravo. Uh, I mean, there was all kinds of chaos. Uh, the referee, I will say, (laughs) gotta love Jeremy Prater. We call him the, uh, the baby face referee, but boy, was it not his night. He took the the green mist, the mood of mist, right to the face, and then right to the eyes, and then he got a low blow from Salvernaro at one point, and next thing you know, he's being helped out by security to the back. And um, anyways, bottom line, those no good dishonor members, Sonny and Sal, Happy Madness, retain the titles. <sighs> Still, and uh, but it was a fun match. It was a great match. There were so many times though when I really thought the hierarchy were going to win this match. Um, and I think one of the biggest turning points, though, was when I mentioned, I mentioned Carly Bravo made an appearance. Mm-hmm. Not only was there a chair shot to Sunny Days, there was a chair shot to Joe Black. Right. We we wondered after the last show, what side was uh, Carly going to choose? Was he still dishonor? Would he join the hierarchy? It looked like he had the choice of either one. And it looked like he's going to stand on his own, which stand honestly, on his own. honestly, I kind of prefer that Carly anyway. Definitely. So anyways. Uh, your thoughts on this crazy tag team title match. Well, not only did we think that the hierarchy was going to take these titles, Happy Madness also felt that. That is why Sal had to attack poor Jeremy. 
and yeah. and in the match in a disqualification so they could retain so and, and gb have, that up the whole match he kept saying hey they're not above getting themselves disqualified they're not yeah they're not because that's how you retain when you when you can't get the job done and i don't have a whole lot to say about this match just it was just a lot of going on just the whole new look with Sal was, you know, he always freaked me out when he came out dancing yeah. and humming and singing and shaking the ropes and what his leather straight jacket and everything. But he was a whole nother level of crazy that night. So I don't, yeah. I had to, I don't know. There was just a lot going on. Which, which by the way, if, if you keep up and I said this on commentary, but if you keep up with the NWA at all, the bald headed Sal kind of makes sense. If you follow along with what's happening over in that universe, yes. it's um, a great so, yeah. look. Yeah. yeah, it's but GB, I like GB go here because you you teed him up perfect with the the um, who he was resembling. Yeah, he he resembled a certain psycho killer, um, who looks like he does everything himself. So read between the lines on that one. Yeah, it was actually scary how much. Like I started wondering, is there a relationship there that I don't know about? Because good lord, they they literally could be doppelgangers it was kind of crazy yeah. to yeah. see um but yeah you know we 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 came into this saying that we looked at the hierarchy as the favorites in this match and i think to diana's point uh the tag champions felt the same way and all throughout the match they were doing whatever they could to save their titles and so they did and uh, the hierarchy did, in fact, win the match, but be, by disqualification, meaning that they would not win the tag championships, which to me makes me wonder if between now and the historic SHW 50, if our matchmaker, who has been watching the show all night, will look back and figure out how to right that particular wrong. Um, and I don't know what ends up happening with that, but there's got to be another opportunity available for the hierarchy because they certainly uh, were heading on to win that match. Yeah. And here's the thing. So we released the video online yesterday of Jake, the snakes uh, announcement that he made at the show. So if you're at the show, you saw it. If you haven't seen it, check our social media. You can see the video again, where he, he announced that Owen and Nigel would be the new number one contenders. Uh, and then of course uh, he talked about the legacy title as well. And then earlier today, we posted the actual match graphic for the tag team title match, and it is going to be Nadja and Owen. It's official, and Sunny Days and Sauronaro uh, for the tag titles now. But like you said, GB, you know, at a future show, or maybe still there's still time between now and the next show, uh, the big milestone SHW 50, that maybe 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 it's a triple threat tag match. I don't know. I mean, I, I, that, that was my thoughts. That was it's, my thoughts. It's the biggest show we've ever done. It mm -hmm. seems like something big would be in the works yeah mm -hmm. who knows yeah mm -hmm. who knows so and if not then then you know obviously sometime in the future because the hierarchy Certainly. definitely deserves another opportunity here yeah. uh at the tag team titles no matter who it's against no matter who's right. holding them at the time uh right. they they deserve another shot because a uh, lot of screwy stuff happening in that match and of course yeah sour getting happy madness dq'd intentionally and uh Yes, hierarchy officially won in the record books, but retaining the titles, happy madness. <laughs> uh, moving on down the card, though, another guy we were super excited to see make his return. Uh, he made a, a surprise return at the previous show, but a, a return back to the back in action in singles action. Uh, that's AC Mack, okay, former IWTV World Champion, 
um, co-winner of the Wrestler of the Year in 2022, and he was taking on up-and-comer Shoot Taylor, uh, who has all the potential in the world to be the next big thing, as GB likes to point out. And uh, speaking of co-winner of the Wrestler of the Year, we were actually joined on commentary by none other, none other than the other co-winner, that being Nick Halen. Uh, yeah, yes. Woohoo. That was so much uh, fun. Um, I will say, though, yeah. I, I did kind of chuckle when I was going back listening to the commentary because I forgot that this happened when it actually happened when uh, he called us all by the wrong names. Um, yeah. But yeah. anyways, yeah, real, real funny, Nick. Real Denise, funny, real funny, Rick. Really? <laughs> I'm going to start calling Rick Halen. How about that? Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, talk about another great match. A, mat, a card full of show stealers. I'm telling you guys, if you didn't get to see it live, definitely go back and watch this one on IWTV. Um, but your thoughts, AC Mack, Shoot Taylor. What you think? Uh, again, a great, great match. Um, I do believe Shoot Taylor is the future of this business and the future of this company. Um, and he had an incredible showing against AC Mack. You know, we talked about this in the pre-show. They had met as part of a fatal four-way eliminator in another universe. And uh, it came down to those two with Shoot kind of getting the pin. But it's a different ball game when it's just two or one-on-one versus yeah. one and four. And uh, so it was It was a great match, a great, great match. And Shoot Taylor has nothing to be ashamed of. He stood toe-to-toe with a w- former world champion, with the highest ranked independent wrestler in all of 2022, according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Uh, it was a great moment, and perhaps even greater, we got to do commentary with Van Halen. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I didn't see no Van Halen. <laughs> they called themselves Van Halen. I mean, so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what Buff Bagwell called. America. I think Buff called him Van Halen at one point, didn't he? He did. That's possible did. too. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't have anything to say about Van, Vic, Rick, whatever his name is, because I'm no Denise. Okay, I'm yeah. no Denise. I don't. I don't look like a Denise. They don't even. They don't even sound right coming. No. No. Mm-mm-mm. Back to the match. Shoot Taylor, AC Mack. Holy crap. Holy crap. That was amazing. It w- it was amazing. Shoot yeah. really held his own. AC did his thing. What else can you say? I will say mm-hmm. this though. If these fans don't stop trying to body shame on my boy AC, I'm gonna <laughs> throw some hands. I'm telling you. It's muscle. Get, I'm mm-hmm. over it. That's what I was saying. I was like, yeah. it's all muscle. Yeah. But, you know, that is not cool, guys. Come By on. the way, shout out to uh, our buddy Pete, who did uh, filled in for Corey for the uh, ringside photos this yes. month. But there's a great photo uh, that was released, and it's you in the ring with AC. That's you're, where you're I was showing telling him I was like, no, it's all muscle. It's all muscle. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. hey, body shame. I said, no, it's all muscle. Exactly. So stop it, guys. Stop it. That's rude <laughs> and disrespectful. And AC looks amazing. He's got an awesome new tat across his chest. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the match was amazing. The match was amazing. Yes. Shoot got attacked at the end. Well, so by I, Vic, Nick, Rick, whatever his name is. Yeah, Vic, Nick, Rick uh, attacked him. Van at the Hammer end. attacked him. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a throwback! What a WCW yeah. throwback! Yeah. Van Hammer. You know, what, 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 he, he was part of the flock, wasn't he? At one point. At one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Van Hammer from Raven's Van Flock uh, attacked. He was kind of buff, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 
He's, he's, he's lost a little bit of height, you know, since then. The years do that to you, you know. He looked a lot different in person, I'll tell you that much, when he was at oh, the commentary. Oh, for sure. That's why you, you never meet your heroes. Never yeah. meet your heroes, exactly. Yeah. Well, Van Hammer was never my hero. <laughs> well, you know. Anyways, uh, yes, Halen got in there. He attacked Shoot Taylor, <laughs> uh, which was weird because on commentary, he was given, he was talking all this trash about AC Mack and was kind of just trying to bury him as much as possible. And on the other side, he was building up and talking all these good things about Shoot Taylor. So I thought, if anything, after the match was over, or even during the match, perhaps, he was going to go in there and uh, attack AC Mack. But instead, uh, he pulled the old switcheroo on us, and he ended up attacking Shoot Taylor. And then AC Mack runs down and kind of runs off Van Hammer, Van Halen, Rick, Nick, mm -hmm. Vic, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then it's going to be Rick road for a long, we keep this up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then, uh, you, you see, uh, AC Mac and shoot Taylor kind of, you know, shaking hands and, and kind of playing to the crowd. So I kind of look at, at that as a, a turning of the, of a new leaf for, uh, for shoot Taylor, because the last few times we've seen him, he's kind of been like, I don't want anything to do with the fans. And you know what I mean? So, uh, I think he earned a lot of fans respect in that match. Um, and of course, AC Mac did come out on top, but after getting attacked and then AC Mac come to help him out, I don't know, we might be seeing a new shoot Taylor. Shoot, shoot, shoot Taylor. Taylor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't know where that's going to go. I also, just like I said, I don't think it's the end of Chip and Kenway. I also don't think it's the end of Van Hammer, Van Halen, Nick Halen, and AC Mac. Of course so, not. When yeah, and where, yeah, we got to have a match there. But when and where that happens, I don't know yet. Um, hopefully sooner rather than later. And hopefully somewhere, uh, you know, obviously in the action building at one of our shows. So, yeah. um, hey, and we already said what a big milestone SHW 50 is going to be. So what better place? So just saying, May 12th. Uh, <laughs> moving on down the card. We talked about this guy a little bit earlier. Bad news. Tattoos. <laughs> Carly Bravo standing alone, getting involved in that tag match, not choosing to uh, stay with dishonor, not choosing to join the hierarchy, a man standing alone. And this time taking on a newcomer to SHW, a ring veteran, but brand new making his debut for us. Jaden Newman, uh, known as Mr. Scenic city, having won the scenic city uh, tournament last year. So uh, he's, he was no joke. No slouch at all. And this was another one that I said ranks right up there with possibly match of the night. I mean, these guys, here's, here's one of those things too. When we see the match cards leading up to the show, we always see these matches that like, I never knew I wanted until I saw it on paper. And this was one of those where it's like, I never, cause Jaden's never been at our promotion before. You know what yeah. I mean? I've heard of him. I've seen him do big things, all the, all these other places, but I never would have thought, Oh, you know, what'd be cool is that we saw him and Carly Bravo. And then we got it, and we saw it on paper. Jake the Snake coming through with another big win here. And, man, what a match it was. Your thoughts? Jake's doing some scouting, man. Yeah. He really is. That, that that's makes me wonder what he does have in store coming forward. But this is the one who got slapped. Newman smacked Carly at the beginning of the match. Start ah, the that's yes. Why. So before you get into that, Diana, I, now, I, now that you reminded me, I remember because now we saw the fire promo that Carly cut on Jaden, but prior huh? to that, Jaden uh, posted a, a promo where he's talking about 
Carly, you know, because Carly's whole thing is he has to disrespect and he disrespects everybody. And Jaden was going to teach him some respect. So I was kind of taken aback when he disrespected Carly right off the bat. Because right I'm like, bat. wait a second. So he's talking about oh, respect, respect, respect. And immediately before, like right, right at the beginning of the match, disrespects Carly with that slap in the face. And I thought, okay, maybe he's just trying to play his game or that's a head game he's trying to play. Showing res- teaching respect by disrespecting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but know. anyways, huh. back, back. Either way, <laughs> another wonderful match, another great match, another high impact match. They were so even, but, you know, Carly, Carly's just Carly. Like I said, when he comes out, show's over. Carly, the Carly Bravo show is beginning and that's exactly what happened in my eyes. Um, I ha- I mean, Jaden was good. He was impressive. Um, I-, I think we'll see him again. I think he'll come back. I think he'll maybe not with Carly. I don't know, but he 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 could he could work at SHW. I mean, we have elite, right? He can work at SHW. We'll, we'll let him come back. It is what it is. <laughs> I like Jaden Newman. I, I was impressed. I really, really was. I mean, it's clear that he won the SCI tournament for a reason. Right. Um, you know, he's got the skills and certainly outside of the world of the S- of SHW, uh, the SCI is certainly a big deal in a lot of spaces. Mm-hmm. So to win that tournament um, says that you're really doing something. And he has done that. And, you know, to come in again, as I said on commentary, you know, if this were about a year, maybe two years ago, you know, and he had come in to fight Carly Bravo this match would have gone completely different because Carly Bravo would have just been glad to be here. Just been glad to get the call. I'm okay being a replacement or a substitute, but that's not Carly Bravo anymore. And you're dealing with a guy now who doesn't just have, you know, experience in SHW. He's literally been all around the world. And now the latest of his conquests is ring of honor. And, you know, that is kind of really elite status, pun intended. So I really think that this version of Carly Bravo knows a lot of ways to get out of situations that perhaps people who have not had that kind of experience would not know. So for him to be able to outsmart and overcome somebody who's been in the ring four times as long as him says an awful lot about Carly Bravo. Jaden Newman brought it. Uh, He reminds me of a younger version of Kyle Matthews in terms of his look and his presentation, his precision, you know, but Carly Bravo's on another another level right now. Yes. And and he made his intentions clear because before he made his intentions clear, I had my thoughts about what should be next for him. But then he grabbed a mic and told the world what he believes should be next. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we touched on that uh, at the beginning of this episode. Of course, Jake the Snake announcing that he is introducing the uh, Jake the Snake legacy title into SHW. And so very, very excited uh, to see what happens there. And uh, yeah, Carly straight up said, I want it. I'm coming mm-hmm. for it. So I don't know what the how this is all going to play out. I don't know if it's going to be like tournament style. I don't know. You know, I really don't know. But what we do know for sure is that Carly has been the first one that we know of that just straight up told the public, hey, I'm coming for it. It's mine. So right. uh, and, and GB, you were teeing it up as if, like, I think he er, uh, his deserves a, a title shot for the mm-hmm. main title. And I agree with that as well. And so 
I don't see why he wouldn't uh, deserve a, a shot at the legacy title as well. So for sure, we'll see. We'll see what the uh, the powers that be uh, decide to do here. But I'll uh, say this: how, how do you refuse Carly Bravo at this point? Right. right. I mean, how do you refuse him? He's done everything that's been asked of him. He's been winning and winning and winning, and now he's proven that he can do it on his own without right. the help of dishonor or or any other entity at this point. Why is this man not the front runner to be the legacy champion? Well, and we back, said he's back down from no one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one. Even Judas walked straight up to him and got in his face right. outside the ring, Look, which is very dangerous. And I love Carly, but I still don't know how smart that was. But I will say this. We said this in SHW 48. He won that match because he walked up to Judas. Judas got uh, Corey Hollis disqualified, giving Carly the win. And right after that, he walked right up to the table. And I don't know if this made this on the video, but he says to us, uh, and I forget the number, but he's like, how many SHW, former SHW champs do I have to like beat? Seven. Yeah. And and that that yeah. alone, that alone right there, he's beaten yeah. how many? And yeah, he hadn't had a title shot yet. So mm-hmm. legacy title, I think he's got Carly's name on it. Just saying. Uh, anyways, speaking of titles, that brings us to our big main event. <laughs> SHW title match, Corey Hollis, Gunnar Miller, and man, oh man. So earlier in the earlier in the night, we talked about opening the show. Corey specifically telling Judas, stay in the back. I don't need your help. And then we hear Judas saying, Yeah, bro, I got your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 stay in the back. But then GB, you pointed out, Corey also said, I'll do whatever it takes to win this match. Mm-hmm. So I'm conflicted here. We were conflicted. Mm-hmm. What exactly is he going to do? Uh, I will say they did go toe-to-toe. Pretty even match when it was just them one-on-one. Of course, uh, Gunner ends up retaining. You know, Judas did eventually make his way out there. And here's where it threw everybody off because we figured Judas was going to come after Gunner Miller and he had the spike in his hand. Mm-hmm. But instead, he goes after Corey. Corey's trying to stop him. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Judas spikes Corey. Mm-hmm. Corey's busted open. Bleeding everywhere. The locker room clears out. The officials from the back clear out, trying to get Judas away, trying to get the spike away. It was chaos. I didn't know what to make of it. I still don't know what to make of it. What does this mean for next month? I mean, I'm clueless. I, I, I didn't. I mean, I don't. I have no idea. Yeah. Corey was crawling up Judas's leg to his waist. It was almost like a kid was climbing on the big tall dad and you know, begging him to do something or like holding on to his arm and everything. And it was like, Judas like, eh, whatever, get off me. And just blood everywhere, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't expect that. Josh and Floor. Well, you know what else happened in GB? You might be about to say this, so I'll let you get it. But the, the title belt was right there. And yeah. Judas clearly had his eyes on it. He certainly did. And, you know, the story continues to unravel. You know, I I honestly just kind of replaying the moment in my head, I feel like it was more of an impulsive moment than a planned moment because it seemed very, very clear that Judas was behind Corey the entire time, wanted Corey to do his thing. But, you know, you can only continue to make so many advances and can and get rejected before you finally say, I've had enough. And if we actually think about it, Judas has never really made a full-on effort one-on-one 
for the SHW championship. The closest he got to it was this triple threat when Owen was champion. And he, he was, didn't care about it. Right. He was too preoccupied with Cyrus at the moment. You know, Corey Hollis has always been in the way of Judas. And Judas has never really pursued that championship because he always preferred Corey. And so, you know, if you're going to say you don't need my help anymore, if every advance I make towards you, you reject it, well, then uh, it's a no for me, dog. So at this point, I don't know where we go from here, but it's clear Judas wants to be champion and doesn't feel like he needs Corey in his life anymore. Yeah. So what happens if he gets that opportunity finally? Because I do believe that eventually Judas will have to get an opportunity. He 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 will deserve that. The crazy as he is, the things that he's done, he deserves that. And then what? Do we bring Cyrus back because he's the only one that's beat Judas? I don't know. Who knows? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? We say this every month. We leave with more questions than answers. I feel like we got a few little answers here and there, but then we got more questions. And that's so, why we're so good. Ugh. There's only one way to find out what happens next, and that's to join us May 12th for our huge milestone event, SHW 50. Of course, we'll have more episodes of this show before we get to May 12th, but just go ahead and put it on your calendar. Prepare. Set that night aside. It's going to be a big Friday night. Bring the whole family. Let's pack the action building. In fact, the May show... It was May of 2019 when we put over a thousand people in the action building. So here we are four years later. Let's see if we can uh, do it again. Why not? You know, and what, what, what other kind of big show is there going to be to put a thousand people in? Then the 50th show SHW 50, it's going to be massive. Let's blow the roof off the action building. I can't wait. Uh, But like I said, we have more episodes of this show before we get to that show. And uh, follow us on social media as you uh, see all the match announcements and all the other good stuff leading up to that night. But it's going to be awesome. Uh, SHW 49 was a great show, a great return for us after two months off. So, yes, like I said, as soon as that hits IWTV, make sure you give it a watch. And, uh, yeah, props to uh, Jake the Snake Roberts for a heck of a first outing Mm -hmm. as our new matchmaker. And I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see what else he has. we we forgot the the whole daycare call thing that happened. Do you remember? We had another Skype call from the daycare. I was I was going to going to just leave that you out. You going to skip it? I didn't want to talk about. I didn't want to give them any kind of. Uh, I didn't want to give them any kind of. Uh, you know, any kind of attention. It was a, just a lot of whining. I didn't understand anything they said. Well, what I do know, by the way, we're talking about exotic puke <clears throat> but um they also skyped in they were upset because i feel like jake the snake roberts is there's a conspiracy out against them because if you happen to catch aew dark a couple of weeks ago you actually see jake the snake uh lay out uh this Christ. this punk right here the frat boy yeah mm. and it was one of the greatest things i've ever seen if i'm being honest uh but anyways yeah i was I was just going to kind of ignore that and not even bring it up. But since you brought it up, I don't know what their point of them calling in was other than to just gripe and cry and moan that, oh, it's a conspiracy against us. That's all I heard was, I I don't know if that means they're going to show up at SHW 50, 
I don't know. All I do know is they weren't there at SHW 49, and it was great. So we'll see what happens. Who knows? It was great. It really was. <laughs> uh, but, hey, you know what? We'll be back next week, and we'll talk yes. to you again. But until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. Yeah, it is. Damn.